17, 2022, Republic Broadcasting Network and SpeakFreeRadio.com, simulcast of the Sane Asylum. I'm your co-host, Giuseppe Vafangulo, joined as always by my brother from another mother, David Scorpio. Scorpio, are you there? I am indeed, sir, and looking forward to our conversation and the phone calls a little later in the show. Yep, after the bottom of the hour, we will open up the phone lines and uh, look forward to hearing from our friends worldwide. So, Scorpio, it's been quite a week. We had three extra shows this week, so uh, it's all coming to a close in a fine way on the Republic Broadcasting Network, where we actually filled in on the flagship, the National Intel Report, Wednesday, and they didn't. we didn't take the station down, so it must have went pretty well. Yeah, it was an honor to actually be sitting on in uh, John Stapmiller's, uh, you know, show there. I was a listener for many years, uh, you know, faithful listener for many years, uh, probably 10 years. And uh, to be filling in on the show uh, for the late, great John Stapmiller was uh, quite an honor, I have to say. Yeah, he's really was. Uh, I mean, he started two successful net independent networks, not just one, but two. So really remarkable. And it's wonderful that uh, the... the uh, the individuals who remain behind uh, pulled pulled together and are keeping uh, RBN going. I know it's been difficult, so if you can go to the store and buy any of those fine products, especially you know the CBD stuff is really good. I can tell you in my other profession as a uh, doctor of oriental medicine and running my own holistic clinic now for 15 years, uh, really good organic CBD, full spectrum hemp is really good for you and, and really uh, takes down inflammation systemically and they have some really good products so scorpio what's uh what do you make of the um 
the uh, uh, I don't know. It's kind of crazy how this is all going with uh, Biden goes over to Israel and then Saudi Arabia and he gets uh, almost like down on his knees begging uh, the new uh, sheikh. I, I forget his name, MBS or MSB or something. And, and the, the guy literally laughed in his face when Biden was a- asking for more oil. I mean, the living glory hole is such an embarrassment. It's clear to me, and I'm going to ask you your thoughts that th- that he and the the uh, uh, heels up Harris were installed to ter- literally finish this country and turn it into embarrassment, which it, it is globally now. Well, absolutely, uh, and yeah, you know, we had the, the fist bump heard around the world. Uh, pretty pretty pathetic uh, behavior, uh, you know, fist bumping world leaders i guess that kind of started in earnest with obama but then you know with covid everybody became afraid to shake each other's hands uh sad state of affairs on many levels oh it's such a farce yeah it really is and they're they're trying to ramp it up for a, another scamdemic i mean you're you're residing at presently and probably temporarily in the greater los angeles area so what are you seeing as far as the ridiculous gotta go back to mass because there's some new variant oh what a what a what a joke it's all such a farce well it, it is and uh you know of course this all goes back to the cdc guidelines uh uh you know they're saying in two weeks they plan on reinstating a universal mask mandate uh because uh the the testing numbers are are, are high and uh Apparently there's a lot of people in the hospital, which is a lie. I've talked to uh, some people that work in hospitals, and it's not really happening at right. all. And you think it was, it was such a great emergency. Why are they waiting two weeks? Why not do it immediately? It's an emergency. But they're saying end of July they're going to try to reinstate it. But I honestly think they're going to have real problems enforcing it because I don't think uh, you know many people are going to go along. Like you said the other day, maybe 50% compliance this time instead of 90% last time. Yeah, um, the the you know I always say the the salvation of this country and the world d- rests upon the the numerous shoulders of the silent majority, and it seems like the silent majority is waking up. And <clears throat> it's funny that you know I've been researching conspiracies as have you for what you know going on fifty years because I got I got into it really early as a ten year old boy. I was interested in UFOs and. My mother never believed that uh, Oswald killed Kennedy, so we'd go to the library. These used to be books on that stuff in the library. The public library used to take it out even as a boy. But the greatest shock to me, as we've really, you know, the last 30 or years, is just how far back it goes with the globalist parasites installing traitors. And, uh, Sam, if you could cue up clip 11, and there is no greater traitor than the illegitimate closeted homosexual Barry Soerto uh, now known as Barack Hussein Obama the 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 pillow biter married to that big hulking brute big Mike Obama a couple of dudes pretending to be man and wife when it's man and man and that is uh, you know satanically sodomalicious not really but kind of rhymes and um, so Listen to this, man. The, they used to talk about all oh, the color revolutions in in other countries, but since uh, Obama really it began with Clinton, but it really w- was unleashed the traitorous globalist uh, rot, the cancer that's taking this country down. Really began with uh, Barack 
uh, shit stain Obama. And listen to this clip, Dave. He, he describes what he's done to this country. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. You just have to flood a country's... Dave, can you believe that traitor? I mean, that's exactly what we've been living uh, since his uh, installation. I mean, he, he was legitimately elected because they had the the uh, psyop down with all the liberals. They had, they had greased the skids with eight years of, of Democratic liberal hate of George Bush and especially of Donkey Dick Cheney. I mean, any, any half-wit knew it wasn't Bush. It was Cheney and Rumsfeld and those neocons who were calling the shots and running the show. And there was such a a groundswell of support for the the even worse communist zio communist traitor obama the can you believe that i mean he laid out what he did and what especially what's going on with the living glory hole biden well and of course uh obama and company uh were all uh acolytes of uh saul alinsky right. uh, you know and trained communists essentially that's what we're dealing with here and and of course Zio Marxist, Zio communist is what we're dealing with ultimately, and uh, yeah, they're they're really working to uh, to uh, you know I was really thinking about this earlier this the, the you know injection of toxic ideology into our civilization through uh, you know this trannies and pushing homosexuality and all this bizarre behavior it's nothing more than to break down our basic moral code and our civilization. And to make us think, to gaslight us into thinking, if we resist these things, you're a bad person and you're a hater. When in reality, you're actually, you know, adhering to some kind of a moral compass. And it's funny how, uh, oh, gee, China's not embracing this kind of weird ideology, and neither is Russia. That should be a real, a real tell that uh, we're being t- taken down the primrose path, guys. Oh, man, what a great observation, Dave. And Sam, if you could cue up uh, clip one, uh, speaking of... Speaking of um, trannies and commies in one package, there was a, a, a clip this week that I, I uh, came across, and our dear brother George Hobbs played it on his show as well. But, uh, um, oh, no, that's uh, that's the wrong clip. Uh, but, but that's not good. I just went to look at it before. Let me... Uh, let me take a look at my list again and see where it is. Um, hmm. Well, I guess we'll play that clip. That's not the one I wanted, but okay. Uh, go ahead and play clip one, Sam, uh, which is academians grooming. Uh, they know they're grooming trannies. This is from a Duke uh, Zoom virtual meeting, a bunch of traders at Duke University. Clip one, Sam. The second is... Um, was an observation that I had that every single child who was or adolescent who was truly blocked at Tanner stage two is has never experienced orgasm. I mean, it's it's really about zero. These are the of course, these are just assigned male at birth. So trans 
feminine cheerleaders. And it's because they never in their lives are exposed to testosterone. That doesn't change. That doesn't change. So blockers prevent the rise of testosterone, and they don't really go on testosterone at or around surgery or into adulthood. And so we don't know. They're going to have this sensation. There's no question about that. Um, but are they going to be able to res- achieve sexual satisfaction? It's important in relationships. And I know that from my work with female genital mutilation survivors, that, that the lack of being able to be intimate with a partner is very important. And so this is what really raised the red flag for me is to say, look, we're going to really, we need to have our eyes open about it. I think it's been beneficial talking about it. Um, I know Joe and many others have, have reported to me, you know, they've, they've, they have looked, they've changed their approach a little bit in their informed consent models and that they're, we're talking about masturbation now. We're talking about, okay, that's a, an area of the body that's got very dysphoric for you, but you know what? It's all a penis is, it's just a large clitoris. I mean, let's, we're all, it's all the same material. It really is. So, uh, so you know, it really isn't for, for, for the pleasurable purposes, partially that it was intended. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But these are, these are to be answered questions. So can we avoid puberty and get good adult results? And secondly, how do we, it, how, how do we uh, assure someone that they're going to be able to be sexually responsive? Do we remove the blockers during the course of their adolescence and let a little bit of puberty come back? Do we delay it a little bit, maybe into Tanner's three or four, maybe before they have their first orgasms, maybe? So, Dave, what what this clip is talking about is there's a bunch of these, these arrogant uh, uh, academians at Duke University are discussing how, you know, right now you've got all these celebrity posers who are are causing grooming their their young kids to become trannies at like age four age five age six and and they put them on these uh these uh testosterone blockers and these hormone blockers and they completely destroy the natural uh blossoming during puberty of a human male or the human female and so now they're trying they think they know what they're doing and they don't they never do and so they just create they break these these young innocent kids get them to be trannies and then they're, they're going to try and create some kind of functional life and all they do is destroy it and there is no better living through hormonal chemistry as the suicide rate which ranges from 40 to 65 percent among trannies uh, 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 proves it's it's tragic that instead of uh, 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 what's the right word? Instead of uh, going along with this mental illness and letting these young impressionable kids change their sex, they should treat the mental illness, and and then they could be happy, functional men or women. There are only two general genders: men or women. Dave, your thoughts? Well, gee, who knew that a uh, penis is just a large clitoris? <laughs> These people are out of their minds. I know. I mean, this is so disgusting. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it other than these people live in their own little fantasy world. And <clears throat> whether they know it or not, they're actively plotting towards the destruction of humanity. And it's not going to end well with people like this sitting in the chairs of academia. You know, academia really is supposed to be about the exploration of, of, of the highest type of thinking. 
and you know, and it's been reduced to a cultural Marxist uh, playpen and a cultural Marxist sandbox of mentally ill people uh, put there uh, by the people who are paying for the sandbox, which is the international Jew and the bankers. So um, academia has been taken to a, a very dysfunctional place, as that clip illustrates all too well, Giuseppe. Oh, man, exactly right. And speaking of mental illness and being facilitated by the liberal world order as they're trying to rebrand the Jew world order is uh, uh, please set up and clip six, Sam. And there is a young, insane. uh, You can't see the video, but I'll describe it. A, a, A young, insane female Marxist. Literally, I don't know. She's not bad looking, but she's got her piercings in her nose and and all her tattoos, and she's explaining how she is neither a man, nor a woman, nor a lesbian, nor a tranny. She is something, Dave, that uh, I don't even know how they came up with, but she describes herself as a furry, which is uh, essentially, I think she believes she's a cat. And, And so now... Her and her other furries are working out a language, Dave. Listen to this. Okay, hi guys. So my name's Dasha. I'm a furry. And I'm going to be teaching you guys some ways that my friends and I meow to one another to communicate when words just seem a little too difficult. So here we go. Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Meow. Okay, then we have the dissatisfied meow. Then the angry meow, but we only use this one on rare occasions because overall we're a very happy kitten family. Then the happy or content meow. Meow. Okay, then one of the most important ones for our kitten family is the I want to go potty meow. It took me a really long time to master this meow because it it needs to be a really specific in order for my kittens to understand. Okay, this is the most important meow for me, and it's the I need help wiping meow. Okay, and last but definitely not least is our in heat meow, and we use this when we need a little bit more special kitten attention, if you know what I mean. Meow. Oh, meow. Dave, I mean, first off, you're not a cat. You're a human. You can wipe yourself. Uh, go to the bathroom and then wipe yourself, uh, cat lady. And secondly, Dave, can you believe that that was on the Internet and, and there's other people are like, hmm, oh, yeah, maybe I should be a cat, too. It's like, what the absolute F, Dave? Uh, well, I think this is what happens when you have too much time on your hands and uh, uh, the seeds of mental illness already within your genetics. I don't know, uh, Giuseppe. Uh, you know, I wonder if uh, people in China are doing this kind of weirdness. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, what can you say? We, we, have, we have a lot of mentally ill and mentally defective people uh, in this society of ours, and They've been uh, primarily created by the public school system that has really turned out a lot of really defective people all by design, unfortunately. Oh, man, that's true. Uh, Sam, could you cue up a clip 10 now and talk about 
uh, people groomed by the synagogue of Satan globalists and used to facilitate people like the uh, young uh, cat lady that we just heard. There's no one who I have I, I saw through her from the very beginning and saw that she was just a propped up uh, uh, tool, and that's uh, Oprah Winfrey. I have always despised her. She's just clearly, you know, a nice. Uh, uh, a puppet of the Rothschilds, and especially she's done so much grooming for uh, Epstein and all the others, and Harvey Weinstein. It's funny you don't hear much about that lowlife uh, uh, abuser and rapist anymore. It's it's really funny. He was he had his you know couple of weeks where everybody was oh, Harvey Weinstein touched me, but oh well, uh, you know that was ten years ago, but now I can say it and all this and that. But anyway, listen to this uh, the expose on the real, the soulless demon, Oprah Winfrey. You admire somebody you respect or maybe even love. And it feels good. I mean, if you're seven years old and somebody, which I was trying to say this to my friends who had children, you're seven years old and someone is stroking your penis, it feels good. Right. Even though you don't have a name for what that is, it feels good. And when I first said this years ago, people were like, you're crazy because everybody wants to believe it's like sexual assault and you're being thrown up against the wall and you're being raped. It is. And I have said for years, if the abuser is any good, it you won't even know it's happening. Oprah you legitimized know, the notorious sex criminal Jao Tashira, a.k.a. John of God, as a miraculous faith healer one who could cure cancer, giving him international recognition. Jao Tashira is now serving 19 years in prison for the rape of four women. He is facing additional cases related to several sex crimes, including keeping teenage women as sex slaves in underground mines, forcing them to have his children, and selling their babies internationally for tens of thousands of dollars before murdering the women after about 10 years of childbirth. Oprah runs her own Leadership Academy for Girls in Africa, a $40 million school for disadvantaged girls, where in 2007, several children were sexually abused and parents were only allowed to see their children once a month. It was very close with disgraced Hollywood mogul, rapist and abuser Harvey Weinstein. Her Me Too documentary ignored Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein. Oprah was herself a teenage prostitute. She stokes the fires of racism in America. And she is a member of the Billionaire Club, or the Good Club, along with Bill Gates, George Soros, Warren Buffett, David Rockefeller, and Ted Turner. The so-called Good Club meets behind closed doors and discusses plans for global depopulation. The Great Awakening is upon us. When will humanity begin seeing these billionaire celebrities for who they really are? Dave, how about that? That, I mean, that, that, uh, I'll tell you, man, it, it's just, the more you look into this, the darker it gets. Oh, yeah, and gee, what, what do uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein uh, have in common? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny how... Um, so many of these billionaires that they put into the public spotlight, uh, their story doesn't add up. Like, you know, Oprah Winfrey had this TV show, then she had a magazine, then all of a sudden she's a billionaire. That, that just uh, isn't adding up to, those two things don't add up to being a billionaire. 
So again, these people are brought into the club. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's kind of like um, you know, the idea that Elon Musk is the wealthiest man in the world, even though you know Tesla has actually never made money. Uh, you know, it's debatable what's going on with the rockets uh, to go to the moon and Mars, but uh, they're not really making money in the classical sense either. It's some kind of deep state operation they're running. So you know, uh, again, these these uh, billionaires are. Um, part of a club and Oprah Winfrey's story doesn't add up to her being a billionaire. Oh, absolutely. So we're coming up the break, Dave. So our dear friend, uh, journeyman Jack down in, uh, Ecuador, you're a really good friend and I've come to be friends with him as well via Skype and, uh, and various social media platforms. He sent this link, uh, meme, a quote from one of Klaus Schwab's book, COVID-19 colon the great reset. And let me read this quote. Uh, directly from the book, Schwab, open quote, at least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal rapid-acting diseases, and starvation. Energy, food, and water shall be kept at substance levels for the non-elite, starting with the white populations of Western Europe and North America, and then spreading to the other races. The population of Canada, Western Europe, and the United States will be decimated more rapidly than on other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion, of which 500 million will consist of Chinese and Japanese races selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. From the time from the time there shall be artificially contrived food and water shortages and medical care to remind the masses that their very good existence depends on the goodwill of the committee of 300. Now, I have not verified that because I don't own that book. I I perused it as a PDF, but I didn't. So if that is true and that's in that book, to me, we are seeing the test runs of that, Dave, with the uh, when they cut down the Patriot pipeline, when they started the, the toilet paper shortage a couple of years ago, the, the whole um, ridiculous corporate just in time food supply system is so so easily destroyed. So I tend to believe that that could be real. And if that's true, that guy Schwab, his head needs to be separated from his torso. Uh, yeah, some rope therapy might help, too. Yeah. Uh Wow, I, I, I don't know if that's a real quote uh, or not, but uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, the protocols. Uh, they may have been a forgery, but gosh, everything that's in that uh, document is essentially happening now. And same with that quote you just read. It's pretty much the 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 game plan, the outline of what they're they're doing and they plan to do in the future. No question about it. No question about it whatsoever. And so um, I guess uh, we're coming up on the break in just a minute or two. And, um, yeah, it just keeps getting weirder, Dave. I mean, especially with a Biden, the living glory hall, he doesn't even seem functional as a, as an adult mature male anymore. He just seems to be stumbling around. He, he, he reads his, his prompter and his cue cards so directly. He said, repeat again, you know, just reading it, not even, it, it was in brackets to say, say the last line again. I mean, the dude made a fool of himself going to Israel and then to Saudi Arabia, and I don't know, man. It just seems like the wheels are really coming off the uh, 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 the the wheels are coming off the American bus. Well, the Biden Express isn't doing so well, and uh, you know, I saw him get off the airplane uh, when he went to Israel. 
And he really had this look on his face like, oh, where am I? Oh. You know, I mean, it was really sad. I, I don't, you know, I was always raised to respect my elders, but this man doesn't deserve any respect. He's a career criminal. He's been a grifter for the last 47 years, if you can believe that. And um, he's essentially just a, a puppet on a string now and who's, you know, really sliding down the uh, uh, dementia pathway very, very quickly, unfortunately. That's really true. That's really true. And so um, we want to remind everybody that Giuseppe and Scorpio do shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Of course, you know about this one because it is Sunday. But uh, Thursday, the Thursday Sane Asylum is on from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Speak Free Radio. My show, The Perfect Triangle with Dave as co-host, is 7 to 9 p.m. Fridays. And Dave's number one rated show at Speak Free Radio, Operation Scorpio, is 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. And then, of course, we finish the evening up with the simulcast here on RBN. So stay tuned. After the break, we'll take your calls. Thank you for listening. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. You know that nothing beats a storable food stockpile for readiness. But there are two problems with storable food. It's expensive, and eventually it runs out. Then what? What happens to you or your family when there's not enough food to go around? In a true survival scenario, you need a renewable food source. That's why Seed Armory has developed a survival-grade seed vault that can produce over $25,000 worth of crops from just one kit. Unlike other seed vaults, we don't inflate our seed counts with fillers. All our seeds are 100% heirloom and non-GMO. Not a green thumb? Don't worry. We've written an easy-to-follow guide to guarantee your success from planting to harvest. For a limited time, we're offering an additional 10% off your order when you enter the code RBN at checkout. Go to SeedArmory.com. That's SeedArmory.com. Don't wait. Like everything else, seeds are in short supply. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Carrie, great product, and I will continue to use. I've been taking it for over a year now. I'm 60 and feel great. I would highly recommend this product to anyone over the age of 40. Amazon customer, five stars. I'm quite happy about it. Extendivite has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Amazon customer, five stars. Great product I use regularly, and I rarely get sick. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America in trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back, 
uh, to the U.S. I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Sane Asylum Sunday night simulcast on Republic Broadcasting and Speak Free Radio. And please, if you can, go to both websites and support both these fine networks. And that was a cover of the Nine Inch Nails song Hurt by a very talented European, I think he's Dutch, a fellow named Leo Moracchioli, who, who uh, has made quite a na- name for himself on YouTube. He does heavy metal covers of all kinds of popular songs. And we, we uh, I chose that one because... That version of Hurt is thematic with uh, all the normies who willingly took the Jubonic Jew jab, and they're now dropping like flies, Dave. It's pretty sad. Oh, boy, it sure is. You know, and, uh, you know, on my show on Saturday, I had uh, you know an old friend of mine call in from Ecuador and give the news that you know one of the guys that uh, bought you know my property down there uh, who was fully vaccinated and boosted. Uh, actually died uh, just the other day um, in his 40s. Uh, couldn't wait to get the next booster shot and totally brainwashed. And, you know, he paid for it with his life, uh, dead at age 47 due to the vaccine. I think he just dropped dead of a, a heart attack. So there you go. Another real-life example of the great die-off that's happening and the extreme massive cover-up that is being um promulgated by the mainstream media and governments worldwide and dave uh thanks to our brother michael ivy a frequent collaborator on our shows and with jim fetzer he pointed out that the um that meme attributed to klaus schwab is actually 
from a book by John Coleman from 1993 called The Committee of 300. So uh, it's essentially telling the truth of what they're doing, but Schwab did not say it, John Coleman did. So shout out to Michael Ivey for uh, getting us a correction. And Dave, we have a lot of callers, so let's dive right in. And the first caller is Chance from West Virginia. Greetings, Chance. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, guys. Wow, man. I never knew that I just might have a click team. Wow, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. let me, and, and you know, as far as that ferry goes, as far as that ferry goes, she didn't mention the I belong in a mental institution meow. She didn't mention the, she didn't mention yeah. the, I'm a, she didn't mention the I'm a sick bastard meow. You know, and Oprah, and Oprah didn't mention, what if they stroke my fur? I mean, <laughs> guys, guys, you gotta laugh at this crap. You know, I got some suggestions. When they start up this crazy circus show, you know, with the face masks again, with these imbeciles and morons, I got some suggestions this time around. You know, when you go in public, start coughing up a lung uncontrollably to freak them out. Start wearing Halloween masks, get them from a party store, and start wearing, you know, one of those gas masks out in public, you know, used for uh, uh, potential nuclear fallout. I mean, guys, it's so friggin' bizarre now that if you don't laugh and joke at this shit, they're gonna go crazy. These people are running loose. That's why, you're, you're, you know, your opening song says it all. Uh, and I just had to throw that out there, guys, because, you know, I, I've had enough of, of the craziness, and I'm sure you guys have, too. And this is how oh, yeah. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to have fun with it all. And that's how I'm dealing with it this time around. And thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. Thank you, Chance. And there's one other one. I was uh, a latchkey child with incredibly negligent parents, meow. <laughs> what a joke. Our next caller is Joe from Florida. <laughs> Joe, go ahead, Scorpio, before we take Joey, any thoughts? Uh, Well, good call. And, uh, you know, I think it's really important. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's good to to mock what's happening here. And it's really important that none of us comply with this masking charade 2.0 because this is going to be their attempt to try to normalize this. And they're already saying COVID is with us for the rest of our lives. We just have to deal with it. So this is time to not comply and mock. Very good call. Thank you. Well, what's true is the rebranding of the cold, flu, uh, and pneumonia, which is, if you go backwards, pneumonia, influenza, corona, spells pick. It's called the pick season in in medical, and it's been around forever. So they are right in the sense that pneumonia, influenza, and the common cold has always been with us and will always be with us. And as such, I'm going to pop up on the screen our famous graphic of... uh, 2019, uh, 2020, 38 m- million cases of uh, so-called flu, although when you, they test it, it's really not just the flu. But then 2020, 2021, only 1,822. So, yeah, it will all, always be with us because it always has been with, with us, and it's just a massive PSYOP rebranding to get people to take the jubonic jujab, which is nothing more than genetic experimentation on the great goyim herd. Our next caller, Joe from Florida. How are you, Joe? What's on your mind? Hey, Giuseppe Scorpio. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Hey, listen, you know what? I think I'm hopeful. Call me an optimist. But I think when, when they start pushing on this garbage again, the mass and that, 
when it really comes down. There's a segment of the population which I think is actually going to totally flip, and that is the, the Generation Z, the Zoomers, that, you know, they're pretty woke and all this garbage that you hear from them. But there's another thing about that generation is they're very, very hypersensitive to hypocrisy. And I, I'm, maybe you call me an optimist, but I'm hoping that they're just going to totally flip because that would change the dynamic. Once the younger people, people that are in college, whatever, they start calling it out, then, you know, join with everybody else who's ready to push back hard on this BS. Uh, that could change the dynamic, in my opinion. Um, the other thing I want to say real quick was, you know, thanks for playing those clips about these people with the hormone blockers, very sick, sick people. It brought to mind, you know, people think these kind of sick perverts that are playing experimentations on children's lives, like hormone blockers or whatever, they think that they're going to get away with. But, you know, God sees what their plans are. And I had to think of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, verse 18, 6. Whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. But, this is Jesus speaking, but if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea, says the Lord of the universe. So we have to remember that uh, we win in the end, and, and I'm grateful for you guys pointing it out, because they're not going to get away with that. I couldn't agree with you more, by the way. We need to start removing some of these people like the Schwabs and the Fauci's from our population. We need to remove them from the population before they do any more damage. Amen, brother. Scorpio, your thoughts? Well, yeah, uh, that's a good point. I don't think we can uh, exist as a civilization with uh, lunatics running the, the asylum, essentially. That's yeah. really, that, this, the opening song does sum it all up, guys. It really does. It really does. It does. I have a new term for them. I call them CPs, Certified Psychopaths. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Thanks good. a lot, well, Joel, guys. Thank you for the call. Our next caller is Caesar from New York. Welcome, Caesar. Caesar, what's on your mind? How you guys doing? You guys are phenomenal on Sunday nights. I love your show. Well, we're a good warm-up oh, for the you. king of Sunday night, uh, the great Robert Ravel and Incendiary Radio coming up in about 18 minutes. So uh, thank you so much, Caesar, for tuning in, and we appreciate you calling as well. So uh, what's uh, what are you coming across this week, Caesar? Well, I was just listening to you guys, and you guys are much well-versed than I am on the paradigms, which are the underlying principles but I think that the enemy knows that the veil is thin on the other side, and they have to tell us what they are going to do to us. And that's why they tell us, uh, you know, that they're going to do what they're going to do, whether it's Billy Boy or, you know, whoever it is, they, they tell us that this is what they, they got planned for us. You follow? Sure. Yep, yep. And what I think, I mean, you know, um, I think that... Uh, we're in we're in trouble, but you know uh, we need to put on the armor of God and we need to take a stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle, I guess, is not against the flesh and the blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities. I think it's against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And I think that God has now given you guys 
is spirit, powerful and true, so that you guys will have the wisdom and the protection to stand against the enemy, as it says in Deuteronomy 3, verse 22. And I think this is, this is the paradigm, the underlying principle that we're facing. But like I said, you guys are much, much better versed on this than I am. I have read The Committee of 300 by John Coleman. I believe John Coleman was MI6. He was British intelligence, correct? That's what they say. Uh, Scorpio, any thoughts? Do you know more about John Coleman? I, I just n know he wrote the book. I never read the book, so. It's yeah, that's, that's, that's what, uh, that, yeah, that was his uh, background, essentially, yes. And it is a, a book that's certainly worth reading. Uh, there, there has to be something along those lines, you know, some kind of a committee, a central committee, but there ultimately has to be one person that's in charge. There's always a person at the top of the pyramid in all of these conspiracies. And just like look at the mafia, there's always one guy on top. And the real mystery is who's the, who's the head guy. It's probably Satan himself is my best guess or some yeah. type of non-human entity. That's true. You know, we've gotten so many callers, but I should mention the call in number 512-248-8252. There's still time for you to call 512-248-8252. And one more time, 512-248-8252. Thank you, Caesar. Our next caller is Dave from New York. Dave, how's it going? What's on your mind? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, very, uh, very entertaining and informative show here. Um, we have to ask ourselves what we're doing. Um, Caesar mentioned we need to do something. We need to put on the armor, and we need to do something. And uh, I, I heard Paul call earlier uh, today in Roger Sales' show. Roger Sales is doing something. He's providing a way out. And Paul has stone cold the information on what to do with the driving situation. But I can drive with just... You know, I've, I've got other ways around that, the normal ways, and so, you know, I, I don't know how important of an issue that is. It, it, it's rather time-consuming and interesting. But um, there's many things that we need to do, and I'll give an example of someone who did something with a deadpan, no response, nothing got done, was a big issue. Um, I hear... Um, this is what RBN is. RBN's a bunch of talk shows, a bunch of talking entertainment, information going out, but how much is really getting done? I heard, I heard all kinds of things. Statmiller was saying, oh, the Constitution, they're not honoring it. Listen, Ralph Winterode at the same time, before that, was saying that as a U.S. citizen, you don't have any rights to that, buddy. And John didn't listen. I mean, what was going on? Then, then he says, and other people said, the CDC reduced their death count numbers with the morbidities table. Totally ridiculous and false, and I called him on it and showed him he didn't have any proof of this. And then his sidekick said, well, 60 or 90,000 people die from a flu the, uh, every year, which is absolutely false. Um, that's not the CDC numbers at all. And uh, that's you know gotten from articles. So we have ridiculous things being said here. And I call in to correct them. I say, no, I don't want to pull it, put up with this BS. We need to be serious and do something. So when my friend Steve O'Neill mentioned to a host on RBN, use ivermectin in the fall when Pierre Corey came out with ivermectin as a solution to this thing, and he had the data then, fall 2020, the guy was deadpan. He's interested in selling stuff. He couldn't sell that and make, you know, this never got out. 
we could have made a difference. It could have solved the whole world. Of course, you need the whole world not to be brainwashed and to follow that. And you need right. to precede, you know, the vaccine coming out. But this wasn't done. My question is, what are we really doing? We can talk about the problems. We can complain. But, but here, here's, a, here's a question, you know. What are we going to do about the mask? You mentioned the mask. How are we going to oppose that? How are we going to oppose it legally? What are we going to do? Let's do something. Let's do battle. Let's do something. Excellent call, what Dave. You Scorpio, your thoughts on Dave's sentiments? Well, you know, I agree. Uh, of course, the first step is to get our the numbers of people who are aware of what the game really is much higher than they are now. Because, unfortunately, we still have a, a population that's overwhelmingly so-called normies who believe all the lies they hear on television and they walk around We're not going to change. They're pulling the system down. We can't Let me change. finish. we got to yeah. survive. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Scorpio. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And so, no problem. Uh, so we have to, uh, that's the first step. And I agree with you. We, we are going to have to actively uh, not only refuse to comply, but uh, there's going to have to be some type of, of action taken in the future. And I don't know what that is exactly yet. Uh, we're kind of winging it here. We're in uncharted territory. But the first step is informing. The second step is refusing to comply and getting to many people as we can to be informed about the true state of the world and how the nature of power really operates on this planet. That's a great, great. Uh, Dave, any final thoughts? And then we'll have to move on. Oh, let's uh, let's think about actions we can really do, and let's stop arguing about the color of SHIT, whether this virus exists or not. <laughs> Ivermectin was a solution. Okay, that's it. Thanks. Thanks for great point, Dave. And yeah, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, uh, intravenous uh, vitamin C, uh, ozone therapy. There's a lot of proven natural um, cures, literal cures that would have saved so many lives. So excellent point and appreciate your call. Next yes. caller, I know yeah, this and, guy. And, Brent. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, just I'll say, don't, don't forget about um, chlorine dioxide, MMS, is another oh, yeah. incredible excellent solution point. that, yeah, it's, it's being used all over South America. Uh, very quietly to, to poor communities who can't afford medicines because it's very, very inexpensive. And I've used it myself, and many people I know use it, and it's, that's another uh, uh, incredible, incredible, powerful tool. As have I. It is excellent. MMS, look up. MMS, chlorine dioxide, it works, even though the corporate muckety mucks will tell you it doesn't. It does. Our next call, I know this guy, Frank from New York. Welcome, Frank. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, Giuseppe. Thanks for taking my call, and I love Scorpio, too. You know, hydroxychloroquine works. We all knew that. You know, they had to put the ban on it so they could get the vaccines out there and, right. and make another 40-something billionaires in the pharmaceutical industry. It's a joke, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I found it ironic that uh, Biden, you know, the bumbler, went to Saudi Arabia and Israel. They both were involved in 9-11, and they both right. have killed reporters, bystander reporters, in the last couple of years. You know, they took down Khashoggi there. They... The uh, Saudis did. And then Israel just knocked off a reporter. You know, it's kind of funny, gentlemen. You know, I, I listen to some shows, and we expect these people to be Trumpers, okay? Sean Hannity, Alex Jones, Johnny Delirious, you know what I mean? Of course, Johnny Delirious thinks Trump's working with the uh, intergalactic uh, forces and all of that stuff, too. But I think... <laughs> 
I'm surprised a little bit at Michael Rivero and Jim Fetzer. You know, I love Paul. Paul called in uh, the other day, and, and Jim was all over him. You know, uh, Paul was just bringing up some facts about Trump. I mean, I've got a list of things. I think I read, read them to you guys once before. You know, the broken right. promises. The two big ones were build the wall and jail Hillary. He got neither of them done. You know, and he, he didn't uh, take care of uh, getting rid of Obamacare. And you know what I mean? There, there was a bunch of things. He was going to get along with Russia, get out of the Middle East, and fix the infrastructure. But I won't go into that. But uh, I just wonder, why does Michael Rivero and Jim Fetzer, why do they still have any faith in this guy? Haven't they seen enough? I mean, you know, you guys deal with the, with Fetzer directly, you know what I mean? It may be Rivero, I don't know. You know, but I, I just really find it hard to believe that these guys still are in his corner. And they are. Well, that's a great point, Frank, and I'll let Scorpio chime in first on, I do not know Mike Rivero. We're good, good friends. And and have a lot of respect for Jim Fetzer, and I'll share my thoughts with and Scorpio. Go first. Uh, of course, I appreciate yeah. that, Scorpio. Why why does Jim still think Trump Trump can ride in as the White Knight and save the day? <laughs> well, I, I, that's a little bit of the misery. You and I have been trying to chip away at this uh, with Jim for the last two years, and it, as soon as we make a little bit of progress, he slides back into uh, his Trump uh, you know belief. But I have great respect for Jim, and, and you know. He's a very sincere man, and he's done a lot of good things for this, uh, for informing people. Really, he really has. But I, the, my best guess is it's sort of a generational thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, his generation. He's 82, and they seem to have more faith in the system and that it can somehow be reformed. I am beyond that. I don't believe any part of the system in the federal government can be reformed now. It needs to be dismantled, and really, power has to go back to the states. And that we're kind of back to the, the the problems that were facing America right before the Civil War, because uh, the the federal government has become a dictatorial and uh, essentially taken over by foreign entities, including Israel and, and other powers that really are want to destroy America and take it down to the level of third world status and, and depopulate it, white people from it, and import lots of new people from Africa, which has about a five percent vaccination rate right now so i think that's what's going on but yeah i don't know mike rivero so i can't comment on him and and uh frank my take on jim is he grew up in the golden age of california as a little boy right after world war ii and then you know the goal he, he really believes in the american dream and the system and he pretty much lived it he went in to the marines and then he went and you know he wasn't a wealthy guy oh, yeah made his way into Yale and he's just a brilliant guy taught logic uh, lived the academic life retired and but uh you know so Jim has this cognitive dissonance that he's this exceptional uh conspiracy researcher but he 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 doesn't then apply it to all things he 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 kind of walls off and thinks well you know yeah, he picks if we and just go or something i mean you know right. uh I know, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, if, if Trump wasn't bad, the media wouldn't be attacking him the way they did, you know, the way they do. And I'll tell you truthfully, I, I think I mentioned once before, I think Trump got compromised two days after he won that election in 2016 right. when he met yeah. Obama. He came out of that meeting at one-on-one, the last an hour and a half for generally 10 minutes, and he had fear in his eyes. You could see it. 
You know, Jeff right. Rents had a great, uh, you know, had the whole video, and you saw it, and you said, wow, mm-hmm. look at that guy. And as a matter of fact, the Daily Mail had a, a body language reader there, and, and she said uh, he became fearful of something. He was told something in that meeting that, uh, you know, kind of shook him up a little bit. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But I love you guys. You know, you guys are, you know, while other people in the alt media are hacking at the vines and the branches, you guys are going right for the root. And I love you guys, and keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Frank. We Thank you. really appreciate when you call in. Our next caller is Mark from Texas. Mark, what's on your mind? Great show, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Mark. How about you? Good. Doing good. Uh, uh, you guys, are you all familiar with the word delay? I couldn't hear I, I can't understand the word. Spell it. Uh, boule. Oh, boules. B o u l e. Yep, I've heard it's of it. Part of, uh, yeah, it's part of Prince Hall Freemasonry for yes. the Black Elite. Yes. Like the Boulez Shack. Yes. Yeah, like Shaq. Uh, LeBron. Uh, possibly Kobe. This, this, this is, uh, it goes back to like the 1780s. Uh, and I think it'd be a very interesting, uh, topic. Yeah, absolutely. Scorpio's done quite a bit of investigation into the Freemason stuff. Scorpio, we should do a show on that. We we should. That's just a great suggestion. I agree uh, because, yeah, you know, the blacks kind of have their own sort of offshoot of Freemasonry, and you know that Benjamin Crump is a member of the Boulay Society and of uh, Prince Hall Freemasonry. A lot of these, you know, he, this guy pops up in every single one of these, uh, you know, questionable false flag shootings. Uh, he's representing the family. You know, it's always him, and he's a Boulay uh, member as well. Well, Dave, we do the fastest hour in uh, RBN. Uh, schedule and want to thank Chance, Joe, Caesar, Dave, Frank, and Mark for their calls. And uh, any final thoughts, my brother? Uh, no, another great hour it went by really fast, and I appreciate everybody that calls in and the kind words, and everyone that takes their time to listen to the show. Uh, uh, and uh, I would just urge everybody out there, you know, talk to people that are in your life, in real life, your circle of friends. Educate people. Don't be afraid to have them call you a conspiracy theorist. Because you'll be surprised at how open most people are to the information now. They're hungry to know. They know something's wrong with the world, and they want answers. Stay tuned for the King of Sunday Night, the great Robert Ravel in Incendiary Radio. Good night, everyone. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Baron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino neocon cups. There's this wonderful thing called Vote With Your Feet. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere 
give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 